three, three, two, one. And the boys are live for episode 41 of You Wouldn't Get It. Because that's right, you wouldn't get it. You never got it. Easton doesn't get it. He'll never get it. But, but, but I do. And that's all that matters here and now. <laughs> yeah, we got that. What do you got on that? Uh, you know, you're starting it off great. I, like I said in the last episode, you're due for an extremely low rating. And that's a good start because you're putting yourself in the ditch already. I love it. Keep going. Have at it, Christian. Hey, I'm staying silent. Explain to them. Explain to our wonderful listeners what they got in store for their ears today. Yeah, sure, Christian. We'll skip what episode it is. Again, you're staying hot. It's nice and late <laughs> here. Uh, but yeah, we got a we got an episode about a little secret ingredient that fuels a lot of the success of this podcast and fuels the success of many people throughout the nation and worldwide. And that is caffeinated beverages. That's right. We're getting specific <sighs> tonight. We're getting specific, folks. This is not big news. This is not breaking news, but it's something that needs to be covered. And that is the well, rise of the caffeinated beverage. Well, it's uh, it's something near and dear um, to this podcast. As Easton said, Easton himself has been a huge proponent proponent of Celsius energy drink, which has um, has been something that has gotten him going over these last couple months. And myself, you know, I'm not the biggest energy drink guy, but you know what? I still consume probably more than you should, probably an unhealthy amount. And I've found myself in some tough situations in my life from taking too much of an energy drink. And I'm sure many of those who are listening who have consumed energy drinks have done just that. So we figured, you know, Easton said it best. This is something that we have talked about for years now, whether it be in baseball, whether it be out of baseball, whether it be, you know, on the weekends when you got a four loco, some demon four loco. <laughs> and I'm sorry I had to say it. I had to get it out there. I had to just go in there. Huh? I had to rip the bandaid off. Um, but, you know, it's a part of everyone's lives, whether you like it or not. So we're just going to go through a little timeline, talk yeah. through the history of the energy drink of the caffeinated beverage. And Easton, you want to you want to kick us off here? Sure, absolutely. Um, I myself has have went through a couple of evolutions, sorry, yeah. on this show of caffeinated beverages. You know, it started out with the morning coffee. We were big early on at, you know, getting the recording done in the morning. That was fueled by yeah. some morning iced coffee. I still love my morning coffee. And then, yes, of course, sponsored proudly by Celsius. We're not, but we're getting there. And that became that became a big staple in the podcast. Today, though, I got here with me a little C4 Ultimate, hard to see. Oh, hard to oh, see. Oh, that's, what but did I, you I, know? I, I saw it. You know, I knew we were doing this episode, and I was like, I, I need to try something different and start giving the people some reviews. So maybe that becomes something regular where I bring something new to the podcast. Energy I'll give you guys a review. Listen, I'll be honest, this, this C4 Ultimate here, I've had the C4, you know, canned versions before. I yeah. do like them. Um, they have, it's called Inno, Invo-Tea, Invo-Tea. It's, it's a tea-based. It's, tea, yeah, it's a chemical, but it says it's tea-based, so I like to trust <laughs> okay. the labels there. 
and it's good. It gets me, you know, focused. That's part of it is it's physical and mental focus. And this one, the ultimate, is a little more jacked up, a little more caffeine, sprinkle some more vitamins in oh, there. No. And so this this is like the C4 in a can, but the juiced up version. And I got to tell you, I like it. The taste is good. It's got me feeling great on this wonderful evening. And I'm ready to go. So uh, that's your review for today, folks. The C4 Ultimate. Give it a shot. It's well, not bad. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so what are you giving it? Let's say out of, out of 10. What are you mm. giving it on a, out of 10? And I'm a tough critic on on energy drinks. I've had a lot of them, not proudly, but I have. Um, yeah. It is actually one of my favorites, I'll be honest with you. And and like I said before, I, I like the original C4s in a can, so I knew it was probably going to be pretty good. They taste great. They've probably got some sort of added sugar that's horrible for you, but I'm going to throw out an 8.8. Eight. 8.8 on this oh one goodness. it's it's he's, good it's really good roadhouse it's well, really okay. good i'm gonna ask you another question then because if <laughs> this was the technical first energy drink review you've been talking about celsius for however many episodes it's sure. i think it's only fair that you throw out a baseline of what celsius what you the, what you would give celsius on a one to ten scale as well because i need to know sure. now if you're saying 8.8 8 for this random C4 drink that you mm -hmm. just pulled out for the first time, I need to know. I need to know these things. So what do you got on Celsius? Yeah, and this one's hard because, and we'll get into this a little later, but for different situations, I use different poisons of energy drink. Um, this one would definitely be more of a, you know, high energy that you need to achieve type of drink. Okay. The Celsius... It definitely does give you a little boost in energy, but it's also just a nice, you know, clean, truthfully, that is the one kind of science-backed, healthy energy drink. And it's good for almost all situations, What, which is what makes the Celsius so dynamic. And it's why we're a proponent of it on this show. Celsius, you know, different flavors. My favorite ones are going to be in the 9.2 to 9.4 range. Okay. There, there, you know, I, I really do love Celsius and I love that. I know it's not bad for me, like some of these energy drinks. So that being said, I feel a little better about it. And that factors into it. You know, there's a lot of things that factor into a rating, but the Celsius is going to be, you know, nine, two to nine, four range typically. All right. Okay. I get, it. I've heard enough. What you sell your soul to Celsius. You got to just say all these great things about it. I get Don't it. Don't worry about it. I <laughs> would. I would. I know you would. I know you would. Um, so yeah, I mean, let's let's get right into this history thing. When you when you talk about caffeinated beverages and whatever it may be, it, it really all stems back to the good old fashioned coffee. The oh, this is where it all started. Human beings for thousands and thousands and thousands of years have loved to feel some kind of way you know just the normal human state sometimes is not good enough for better or for worse and that's whether that be you know random plants whether that be caffeine whatever it is and coffee is a perfect example of just that coffee is a perfect perfect example of it one other one that you didn't throw out there that's also an og of the caffeine game that a lot of people sleep on is tea, caffeinated yes, tea. tea. We, you oh, know, yeah. oh, we got yeah. this. We got this article in front of us here. 
that could be the first known caffeinated beverage. We're talking almost 2400 BC. There's knowledge of the Chinese drinking caffeinated tea. So, so tea might actually be the OG, but you know, it's kind of one of those things where coffee, I mean, that's just, that's the granddaddy right there. That's the, everyone understands that to be top dog of the caffeinated beverages, what started it all, what's fueled people for years. You just don't get as many people that, you know, are avid tea drinkers to get their energy levels up. It's always been known to be coffee, at least for the last, you know, 100, 200 years. Yeah, you wake up in the morning, say you're a steel worker in the 1910s, you need a cup of joe, you're going high up on a skyscraper that day. If you're not locked in, if you're not lasered in, you're falling off and you're probably dying. So you need a good cup of joe to get you going. And you know what? Humans have humans have done a lot of things over their short history, but one thing they've always done is innovate. And over these last 40 years, we've seen a lot of innovation when it comes to what you would call the caffeinated beverage because apparently coffee and tea these two more naturally focused things weren't good enough we need to add some chemicals we need to juice things up oh yeah and you know some sick human beings some very sick human beings that we respect a lot did just that they did do just that and you hit the nail on the head there i mean people just got twisted with it and i don't know if it's the way of the world balancing itself out you know, modern medicine's getting great. The lifespan expectancy was going through the roof. And they said, hey, you know, how can we bring these people back down to earth? And this is how they're doing it. They're feeding us these artificial energy drinks and we're sucking them down like there's no tomorrow. It's keeping everyone, you know, on par with the life expectancy. And I'm fine with it, Christian. You're, yeah, of course you're fine with it. And, and the thing is, half the time... I guess I was saying these last 40 years, but even in the 40, 50, 60 years before that, people were trying to figure stuff out. And, you know, there's one thing that's always talked about. You don't know when people are trying to find out how to add caffeine, these energy inducing drinks, they were just throwing everything at the chalkboard, seeing what sticks. Did you know that when Coca-Cola debuted in 1886, there was actual like the plant that it derived from was also the plant that cocaine powder derives from and uh coca-cola 1886 you know these people had no idea what they were putting into their into their body but man it was stimulating them and it was doing its job (laughs) yeah no i did know that actually uh some good old politics classes through college talking about the regulations of you know food and beverages i i was aware of that and yes it's a bizarre fact crazy that they got away with it to begin with well because there were no rules 150 years ago you could do whatever you want and when the sick human beings figure out that you can do whatever you want they just let it fly and i guess so you had that you know let's say 80 years let's say the 1870s the 1950s it was a free-for-all whatever you could do there was no regulations on these things it was you're going to get these chemists and you're going to have these chemists making the most insane thing they can think of. They were doing just that. But then in like the 50s, 60s, even in the 70s, uh, Red Bull and the Thai, this, um, I think it was like a Thailand guy, I don't, Thailandese. Well, I don't even, I don't know how uh, 
the the proper you say Thailandese. Thailandese, tell what like Thai, just Thai. Thai. Go on. Um, the Thai Red Bull in 1976, it was introduced, and uh, you know, since then, it's just been a war of attrition to see who can create the energy drink that just has a combination of everything. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of interesting. It's really started to push towards that like energy focus side of things because what a lot of people don't understand is, you know, when you talk about Coca-Cola and Pepsi, especially through the 20th century, they did, even though probably wasn't in the best of everyone's interests, a phenomenal job of making this almost the equivalent of water in some cases. You know, you you had a lot of families where it was just, you know, a household thing to have a Coke or a Pepsi with dinner, with lunch. And, you know, it's, I, I know it for a fact, but caffeine is addictive. Like, the, the properties of it, it is an addictive, yeah. uh, technically a drug, right? So yeah. they capitalized on that. You know, the Cokes and Pepsis don't have as much caffeine as some of the energy drinks that are coming out, but they have, you know, a ton of sugar. And the goal is to have them kind of taste better. And they, again, just normalized it as a drink that you have with a meal when you're thirsty throughout the day, <laughs> when in all reality, I mean, a Coke is is quite literally a dessert in a can yes. when you're talking, you know, the yes. amount of sugar that's in it. Um, but they just made it a household thing. That's what it was. You, Some people would drink three, four, five of them a day, and there was no problems with it. Those lobbyists, man. Those lobbyists, they just make everything. They make you think these things, and they they warp the brain of society, and they warp your brain. You fall right into their little trap. I mean, look and at you over there. I'm I'm aware of the trap. That's a difference. I know the traps there. I I I step into it, you know, yeah. knowing these things. Yeah, that's that's what you say now. That's what you say now that it's too late. <laughs> but that's so. Fair. The last 25 years has been have seen the real boom. So in 1997, Red Bull was introduced into the United States, and from there, this this kicked off. Rockstar debuted in 2001. Monster debuted in 2002. Um, you had Five Hour Energy in 2004. Um, I I don't even want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. In 2005, the Demon Spawn, known as Four Loco, also debuted, and then you saw all these bands, like France lifted a, year, a ban on Red Bull. Um, Red Bull became legal in Norway because so many countries basically had banned it, made it illegal because no one knew what, what was in it and what the long-term effects of this kind of drink would have on people. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that's part of the reason you're starting to see some of these newer energy drinks is because people have, like you said at the beginning of the episode, continued to innovate and recognize where the market can be hit. So when you talk about Coca-Cola and Pepsi, you know, that was great and fine, but then you have your Red Bull come along and it's like, okay, this is like your soda, but if you have one before you need to do something productive, athletics, studying, whatever it may be, this is going to give you a little extra boost that you're not going to get from Coca-Cola. Um, 
you have that era go. It, you know, we'll we'll keep Four Loco out of it for now, because oh, that that that's just a different beast. That's a different beast we're dealing it with. Is. It and is. you know, like you talked about, now you're getting to the point where some of those long term effects are known. You had a lot of people that were starting to drink Red Bulls, Monsters, um, Rock Stars, in the same fashion of a Coca Cola. And, you know, having heart attacks, serious health problems. And this was developing over the matter of, you know, basically a decade's worth of time. And so now the new advertising and the way around that is, you know, companies are removing the sugar. Um, They're throwing in big phrases that you'll see on the cans like BCAAs, creatine, uh, you know, words that we have a good connotation with that go directly to health purposes. So it makes it seem as if, you know, you're having a healthy pick me up, not always the case, just being completely transparent, but that's kind of what they're pushing now is, you know, a better alternative to those super sugary energy drinks. Well, you said it between 2004 and 2010, there were actually five noted deaths that came from too much consumption of monster energy I mean, some in a couple of the cases wasn't even too much consumption it was just that some people aren't built for that kind of drink like i think back now to whatever it was little league games um between 12 and 14 whatever travel baseball and i'm just like my dad's got a monster i'm like you got it. You got to get like, I just think of the, this logo on it. It looks like it's going to hype you up. Just everything about the can, the silver, the Chrome, and you just take a shot of it. And I'm, I'm 12 years old, 11 years old. I'm taking a shot of monster and it's firing me up. I know I'm going to go out there and I know I'm going to hit a ball 250 feet, which you know what, back in the day, that's a long way. That's a long way. You know what? I never quite did. Cause I was, I was a small kid. I was, I was a skinny kid, maybe 80 pounds soaking wet, but the monster made me feel like I could. And, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that, Easton. I bet you won't. It was a (laughs) great time in your life. Um, Look, one thing I will very much so commend the good old parents for is they did keep me off the energy (laughs) drinks. To be honest with you, the first experience I remember with an energy drink one of my good, good friends from back in Idaho, back in Idaho. Uh, oh, Idaho. So his his um, stepdad was actually a legit professional bull rider. I don't yeah. know if he listens to the podcast, but if he does, shout out. Um, and he, I'm talking like PBR stadium bull rider. And he yeah. was actually, I believe, sponsored by Rockstar. So I was invited to go along to one of the events in Billings, Montana. And we showed up at this place and we came in an RV and some representatives from Rockstar, just (laughs) I'm talking like six cases come into our RV and just get stacked on top of each other. And we're there for, you know, three days. So, I mean, my, my buddy, he had had them before. I had not. And when I tell you I had a weekend, man, I had a weekend. 
It, oh, I was man, this is where it started. I, this is I, the origin was, story. Yeah, I was like seventh, eighth grade. But to be honest with you, I had them that weekend. Didn't really get too into them. I I didn't like coffee off the get go, which is you know yeah. pretty common. It's an acquired yeah. taste, I would say. And so it really wasn't until late high school where I started drinking some foo foo coffee drinks, liking it a little more. And man, by the time I hit college, there's there's a need for that. And sometimes that need goes a little too far and you end up, you know, you get on the serious stuff, man. Well, there was there was no turning back. I remember our I think it was our sophomore year. The first time I saw a bang, I I feel like it may have been shout out Stephen Fitzsimmons. We're or opening maybe the book here. Or, we're opening the book or or Corey Winter. Um someone <laughs> turned up to practice one day with a bang with bang energy <laughs> and I heard 300 milligrams of caffeine. That's a very, very big number. And ever since then, you know, the rest has been history. Bang has been embedded in Valpo baseball lore forever. I mean, to be honest with you, I think that the bangs and rains are probably a big part of a lot of sports programs now. <laughs> um, a large part just because of the foundation that was laid that year. And, yeah. you know, we, t- we talked about the marketing genius of Coca-Cola and Pepsi in that yeah. period. Bang, killed it with what they did. Because we're talking about, you know, like you said, a very high, highly caffeinated energy drink that was just on the shelves of gas stations, just like all the other energy drinks. And they found a way to kind of, make this something that was involved with athletics yeah. and with performance. Yeah. And the second that they did that, you know, you saw uh, Instagram models with bangs sitting next to them during workouts. You had athletes with bangs in their social media and they, they blew this drink up by doing that type of stuff. And yeah, they got everyone hooked. Now it's over now. They, they rule the world, man. Well, did you know? So bang is right now it's 300 milligrams of caffeine. And honestly, that's what I remembered it was whatever, yeah. four years ago. It originally was 360 milligrams. Um, and I don't know, that was probably right off of its release. And I feel like it had to have released in the last seven or eight years. Um, yeah. But they since lowered it. And that would have made it the highest um, milligram count of caffeine. Because have you ever had Redline? The little well, the I was about to thing? say. Redline, it, Redline is the company that owns that, uh, yeah, owns Bang, right? They okay, okay. I, yeah. I'm almost positive that the people who um, started Redline are also the ones who started producing Bangs, okay. which a little bit again, you see a little bit of like a collusion there, and yeah, why that wouldn't be in the best interest, but they're marketed very differently. Redline didn't have that same type of like involvement with performance and athletics that that bang did so they they kind of did a sneaky good job with it even though you would expect them to kind of almost consume each other within the market well redline also gives me just straight medicine vibes like when you look at redline you just think whoever's going to consume this needs energy and needs it bad bang they marketed it as you said as almost something like not like a Gatorade or something that's an essential thing to performance, electrolytes, whatever, but they marketed it as something that can help you take your game to the next level, um, which was 
great job on their part. And, and now I have to ask you, because I'm looking at a list here of the highest of the, you know, beverages with the highest milligram count. Spike Hardcore Energy is the highest on this list. I don't know if you ever heard of it. 350 milligrams per can. And I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to start anything. I don't want to urge you in a certain direction, but one of your upcoming reviews, you may need to go out and find a Spike Hardcore Energy because we're talking 350 milligrams I per don't, can. I don't and, think uh, I have ever seen one of those, to be honest with you. You know, that could very well be one of those things that only exists in certain portions of the country because it's just so yeah. like, it's like folklore at this point. Well, because um, listen, I mean, the, I have had and seen um, pre-workout powders yeah that are around that level i think actually some that maybe even be may even be above that yeah. uh but in terms of the energy drink i can't say i'm familiar with that one so I'll, I'll do, some, I'll do some digging i'll see where i can find this and if it's easy enough maybe that's my next review i i won't i will not have the courage to drink one prior to an episode because i want to be able to deliver my words Okay. And I just think that, that that might not be possible on 350 milligrams <laughs> of caffeine. So maybe the day before. I'll, okay. I'll have it. Wow. I'll give you guys a review. See, I was going to say we both go out, buy a Spike Hardcore, fire up the pod without oh. any, anything. Just fire it up and see what, what happens. You know, it's fine. I'm in. <laughs> go to a dark place. I'm in. Um, and you brought up a good point, actually. You you brought up the idea of pre-workout and the powders, the energy powders. This also took on a life of its own. Because um, I'm, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a huge energy drink guy, but I have started to morph into a pre-workout. Like, when I know I need a good day at the gym, sometimes you need a little pick-me-up. And some of these pre-workouts, man, we talked about marketing a little bit. A lot of it on this episode but these things get you they got colors all they got bright neon like they have all the buzzwords and you're like okay this is what i need you get it the c4 c4 is a big one in the pre-workout game and they're i just, like the ogs kind of they're the og and i still stick with c4 because it's like you just know it's going to get the job done you just know yeah see i i'm not <laughs> yeah. too i'm not too high up on the c4 pre-workouts i do like like i said before the canned beverages but it's definitely different like when you think about a bang or a rain or whatever it's kind of like that you know 30-ish minutes before maybe even during just like a sipping vibe right where you're just sipping on this it is carbonated so it's not like you can just throw it down unless you're a psychopath um which is a little different from pre-workout pre-workout is more of that vibe of you know a lot of people even just dry scoop it and chase with water. Um, Sick in the head. Sick in the head. Yeah, well, some people just want it more than others. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, in general, you think of throwing pre-workout in like a shaker bottle, putting some water, mix it up, and then drink it, you know, fairly quickly. I know some people like to sip pre-workout as well, but that doesn't exactly sit right with me. That's just not... You know, I don't know. It just doesn't fit the vibe of pre-workout. If I'm taking pre-workout, it's get it down and go, you know. Okay. Okay. No, that's Are you that's a sipper? Very fair. Are you a pre-workout sipper? Are you going to judge me depending am, on yeah. my answer? 
Yeah, I like to sip. I like Aww. to enjoy the taste. I like you, to take Do you at taste. least do it beforehand? Or yes. are you like, I'm okay, like a 45, 30 minutes, 45 minutes beforehand. That's Let fine. it kick in. I'm not going to start sipping. Yeah, it wouldn't kick in until the end of the workout at that That's point. That's what I'm saying. I'm starting to sip at the beginning. So I can agree with you there. Um, and, you know, it's, it's given me some great experiences. And we're going to do a little segment here where we talk about some experiences we've had on energy drinks and it's given me some bad experiences. I've had some, some atrocious experiences, but you know what? It's all in good fun. And and listen, before we, before we get into this, let me just throw in a non-professional medical disclaimer here. If you're a person, if you're a person who maybe hasn't dabbled into this much and you're thinking about it, please, for the love of God, start small because when I tell you yeah. that, you know, there have been times yes. where when I transitioned from something like a, even when you talk like a Red Bull, which I think has like 170 it's it's or, like yes. or 30. It's so, so coffee, Red Bull, something like that. When you step up to like a bang, let's say, I mean, those first few times you're getting set in outer space. So if you're someone that, that oh, does yeah. not you know, consume a lot of caffeine and you are walking through the gas station before a workout and you're saying, you know what, that bang energy looks pretty good. I mean, drink half of it, drink a quarter of it. Do not drink the full thing because I can almost guarantee you probably will not feel well. And I'm sure we'll get into some of these stories, but you're speaking my language, (laughs) but it, it can legitimately make you very, very queasy. So start small, you know, it, Bang energy is for the the tolerance people that have been in this for a while now. People like me that have a serious, serious problem. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want me to kick off? I've got I've got a couple instances of, you know, energy drink moments. Um, one sticks out above the rest. I mean, of course, I, and we've said, I don't even know if you count for loco. First time I had a four loco, I couldn't walk straight for about three hours. But that's besides the point. First and one of the only times. I, I'm um, not even gonna get into those because don't don't do it. Too don't many stories. Um, and then you got there's a time I took pre-workout. It took a little bit too much, made too big of a jump. Thought I could conquer the world, and got a little bit hyped up. Went into a squat rack, fired up to do a weight that I could not do. Then, now, ever, and just didn't even come close. Almost snapped my neck in half. Um, squatting, and then. And then the first time I did bang, the first time I did bang, as I was talking about in the aforementioned sophomore year of baseball, our sophomore season, bang, the bang craze, and another shout out, shout out Zach Leone. We've had him on the pod before. Um, he, he was my road roommate for most of the year, and he was, honestly, he may have been the one who showed me bang for the first time because he was sipping bangs like there was no tomorrow quick pause i mean we're also leaving out a guest we've also had on that i think led the charge of bang that year jay negaman i mean come on he he was mr bang himself so continue (laughs) but i i mean you had to you had to throw that in (laughs) you have to throw that in there um so anyways sophomore year we're at loyola marymont this is this is whatever our spring trip i've never like i said i'm not a huge energy drink guy but there were mornings, there were early mornings on these trips. It was the end of the spring trip. So we'd had a lot of traveling, 
a lot of baseball over a pretty short span. So everyone was starting to be worn down a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and get, get myself a bang today. I'm going to see. Let's <laughs> see what happens. Walk to the gas station, cross from our hotel, put that thing in the in the refrigerator and got it all cooled out for the big debut. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the field. It's probably it. And I didn't give in. Hotel breakfast was also pretty crappy, not the best. And I usually didn't eat that much. So I'm going into this game. It's probably a noon or one game. Not much going on in the stomach. I didn't think, though. <laughs> I didn't think. I get my bang out. I start going to town. I'm like, I need to be fired up for this game. I'm going to be so fired up. About halfway through, I, I start feeling some kind of way. For whatever reason, I keep going. I get about three-fourths of the way through. And I'm like, I can barely walk. I can't see straight. And I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I just remember my first at bat. I was seeing about four balls coming at me. <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna guess which one. Um, and as you could assume, it didn't go Strike well. Out. Um, yeah, I know. Multiple times, multiple okay. times. Um, so you know, you were saying it. You were hitting it on the head. This, this is a guy who was not a huge energy drink guy. Decided to jump right into bang on an empty stomach. And I also remember I was catching bullpens at some point on that day. And I was just in a crouch and I kept like, I had to like zap myself back into reality. Cause I was like, these pitchers were chucking BBs at me and I could barely, once again, I was seeing about three balls. So this was just a long day in general. Um, don't, if <laughs> you're a baseball player, football player, basketball player, volleyball player, softball, whatever you are, and you need to pick me up and you're not an expert when it comes to this stuff. Just go get a Red Bull. Just go get a Red Bull. Take it easy on yourself. Because I learned the hard way. And it wasn't fun. <laughs> no, it's not fun. And, you know, I definitely have a couple stories as well. I'm going to keep them brief, but they're all. myself and you know drank like half but I actually was not on the bang train to begin with I was kind of I was you know a little weirded out by them I didn't really like the as idea of them be. as you should be you know I took like a a, a decent pre-workout that was probably around 200 milligrams of caffeine so I continued taking that pre-workout throughout the summer throughout the next off season the first game of our junior year we were at Lipscomb, a university in Nashville. Yep. And I said, you know what? First game of the year, <laughs> if I get in, I'm trying to throw some BBs. So I went and I got me a bang. And I had not I had not had a full bang in, you know, maybe since the summer. And I'm talking, when I have a full bang at this point, I'm getting jazzed up. What I did not think about or consider is the fact that on opening day, you're already getting a giant adrenaline dump. Everyone's yeah. nerves are high. Everyone wants to win that first game of the year. You know, you haven't played in 
eight, nine months in a real game. And it's just a lot going on. So I throw this bang back before the start of the game. You know, us pitchers, we don't do a whole lot, to be fair, in the pregame besides get our throwing, stretching, and whatever, shags and BP. So (laughs) I finish up drinking this thing right about the time I start throwing the warm-up. And, you know, I'm feeling it. I'm like, okay, I'm energized. I'm ready to go. And then everyone makes their way to the dugout for the national anthem for the game. And I walk out to this national anthem, and this is when the nerves are kind of starting to set in. And I am just uncontrollably, uncontrollably shaking to the point that, you know, my hand is my hand is over my heart for the national anthem, and I can see my arm just trembling. And I'm like, oh my God. And all I could think about was I whatever goes on in this game, I hope that I am put in no sooner than the sixth inning because I need a solid two hours for this to wear off. And my, my estimate was dot on because through the first four innings of that game, I was sitting there watching. And when I tell you, I could not feel my legs. I'm, I'm being a hundred percent honest. I, no I leg, could man. not feel my leg. I was, you know, leaned up against the railing in the dugout shaking for four innings on end. And all I can think about is if I get put in right now, like that, I will not know what I'm doing. No chance. Luckily, was not put in that game, so I got to just, you know, live off the energy there. I was fine. But, man, that just jazzed up beyond belief. Well, can we also talk about the fact that I'm pretty sure that was a night game. So, like, did you sleep that night? Did you sleep Uh, that night? You know, it it definitely took a while. I think I I did hit a fairly hard crash at some point. Okay. Um, but yeah, that you know, a lot of people don't talk about that with the bangs is no. it's a very sustained energy for quite a long time. Yeah. And on top of that, there's just something different about those bangs. It's different from pre-workout to where when I talk about, you know, tingles in the body head rush, it is a whole nother beast from any other caffeinated beverage. And it's yeah, it's it's just different. The bangs are different. So that happened. And then with it being my biggest fear, I decided the year after to turn right back around and do something just as stupid, just as stupid. And the worst part about this one is I was starting this game. So Oh no. If, if you don't know, this is you know a little shout out to the gamers out there. There's a little thing known as G Fuel. G Fuel has been associated with <laughs> as as like an energy pre-workout for gamers. And a good, you know, Riley Dent Shout used out. to be part of this podcast. He's, you know, a little hands point. off now. Um, <laughs> but he had G Fuel at all times that year, and he kind of got a lot of people onto it. G Fuel is not as crazy, like 180 milligrams of yeah. caffeine. Still a good little pick-me-up. And I was going into this game. Um, it was down south. Uh, I forget it was the tournament where we kind of had we played two different teams, uh, four games, maybe in Missouri, senior year, yeah. And I cannot think of who where we were at, but anyways, I thought senior year we opened up at uh, Western Kentucky, but this was not opening day. This was like two three weekends after we played two teams at the same field. Oh, in Louisiana, okay, Louisiana, southern was like Southern Miss and yeah. Another one in there. Yeah. So I'm opening that game and I am tired beyond belief. Like just 
need to get going. It, it was a double header. So for those of you who haven't experienced back-to-back games, by that second game, you are just, oh, it's a lot. And I, I hadn't even played in the first game and I was tired. So I'm like, you know what? I need some of this G fuel. I knew it wasn't as strong. So me being an idiot decides to do about three scoops of this into a little <laughs> Gatorade cup. And, and I drink this and I'm warming up, getting ready to go in the game. And same exact feeling. The the arms and the legs just go tingly numb. <laughs> and I went out there for three innings and somehow, some way, threw really well. But when I tell you I had no idea where any of the pitches were going, I had no idea. I was just jazzed up. I'm like, I'm going to throw this as hard as I can and hope it's somewhere near the zone. <laughs> and luckily that game, they were it swinging away. Out. Yeah, I, I, I didn't throw a lot of strikes, but they were swinging. So... It worked out, but it could have gone terribly bad. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Everyone has the stories. They it all, gets bad. Everyone has, everyone has some good ones, too. Yes. We don't like to talk about the good. We like to talk about the bad. I'm here. That's who we are. Um, so, then uh, we got a final closing segment here. We want to talk through some scenarios and what energy drink you would take in a given scenario. So Easton, I want you to fire. I, I We've got like three or four each here. We're just yep. going to fire them back and forth pretty quick here. So Easton, fire away. Yeah, so I got four, four here for you, Christian. Two of them I kept more serious. Okay. Two of them maybe not as serious. Okay. But yes, give me the appropriate energy drink for you in this okay. situation. And maybe a little bit of an explanation why. The first one, just nice and simple pre-athletic or workout event okay high intensity we'll say yeah you have to have an energy drink uh, you know what i'm gonna open it up to or pre-workout or coffee okay. caffeinated beverage so pre-performance based athletics yeah yeah so you talked about g fuel a little bit uh, i'm not gonna go there and i mentioned it earlier whenever i'm like my pre-workout and I, I did a little bit before games our senior year, but I'm probably just going with my C4 pre-workout. It gives me, you know, you can control it. It's very, very controlling. I can get the amount I want with the scoops and I can get myself to the right point where I know I'll be focused and ready to go enough. Um, but also just, I'm not going to be in another world. Um, and, and I know it's not an energy drink, but like, what, what were those things, the smelling salts we used to do before games, <laughs> like stuff like that. It just gives you a little kick, gets you going. So I'd say that would be what I'd go with for a pre-workout or a pre-game or whatever it may be. Yeah. Keeping it simple for the first Keeping one. Keeping it simple for that. All right. So I'll fire back at you now. Um, <laughs> let's say, okay. So you've had a long day at work. Um, things aren't going great for you. You, you've been working your butt off these last few months. You're not getting the recognition you need. Say, let's say your boss is going on vacation. He's going to be gone for a couple of weeks. You're very tired, but you know you need to go in there and ask him for a raise, and you know you need to do it now. What what are you taking in this situation to get yourself kicked into gear a little bit to walk right into that room, have an uncomfortable meeting with him, and demand a raise? Okay. I like that. Um, see, the thing is with this, you don't want to go too big because you need to be able to be articulate. 
you can't be stumbling on your words and come off as nervous because, and I talked about it a little bit earlier, when you take these, you know, highly caffeinated energy drinks, if you've got some sort of nerves going on, that's where the stumbles start happening. You'll stutter, you know, use the wrong words, etc. So I got to stay away from those. I'm going to go with another low key staple of mine that I think is just the right amount. It'll give me a nice little burst of energy, but it won't be overwhelming. And that is a cold brew coffee, just a nice cold brew coffee. It's a, it's a little more caffeinated than your normal coffee. Um, gives you some energy for a couple hours, you know, and you're still there, you know, you're still, you're still able to communicate. So I think before doing that, I'd stop by say Starbucks, just get a nice cold brew, enjoy it, let it set in a little bit. And then I'd, I'd stomp my way into that office. Okay. (laughs) Fire it up. That's a good answer. And honestly, coffee is the perfect for an office setting. Come on, get your cup of joe, get going. Exactly. Good answer. Okay. All right. This next one, and I can almost guarantee you have actually experienced this. Again, another serious one like the first. What are you drinking, Christian, when you just have to crank study? You have big exam the next day, maybe even say a long final paper to write. Yeah. What are you going for to just lock it in and get some mental work done for hours on end okay so i'm gonna keep this very simple because i have done this before um and no drugs i've said said this i've said this throughout this episode that i'm not a huge energy drink person so i know when i need to lock in during some of these study sessions usually what i would do is grab a red bull because they were always very they were usually on campus um, because that's like consider it a lighter energy drink uh, it's been popularized as such. Um, so yeah, I'd say I would I'd grab myself a Red Bull, down it a little bit, sip on it, and I'd stay locked in throughout because it's not going to get me so amped up to where I can't focus, but it's definitely going to it's going to keep me awake to where I can just keep going. So there's yeah. my answer for that. Nice and easy okay. there. All right, yeah, here's my next one. Good. Here's my next one for you. And this one's actually inspired by kind of true events that I will be having to do. So, you, uh, for whatever reason, in my case, I lost a fantasy football league because I suck at everything fantasy. I have to do stand-up comedy. So, let's say, for whatever reason, you lose a bet, you're walking around downtown Chicago, wherever you might be, you have to go do stand-up comedy. You have no material prepared. You got to go free ball it. It's open mic night. What energy drink are you taking to get yourself to just a lunatic mindset where you're going to go up there and make some people laugh? Well, if you do actually have to do this, I would much appreciate a video. Oh, Um, I have to do it. I have to do it. Okay. So, yeah, please send some content over my way. Okay. (laughs) Um, Ooh, that's a good one because, see, my head's kind of in the same place here where Yes, I would want to be able to just cut loose and go crazy, but I also want to be aware, you know? Yeah. A a lot of people don't know this about comedy, but it takes a lot of brain power. Oh, oh, yeah. It takes, you know, a lot of people, especially those who do stand-up where it's prepared ahead of time, 
it's a lot of notes a lot of reviewing yeah. um it, it's a process open open mic though you're kind of off the cuff whatever's flying out's flying out i think here hmm i don't want to go to the bang level so you know what i'm going back to the true the pride the celsius this is a okay. great time for the celsius okay. because i know i'm gonna be i'm gonna be nervous right 100 percent doing stand up in front of people you've never done it and it's not like something you've been working on it's just you no. lost a bet you have to do it so i want to make sure the stomach's feeling all right first of all gotta go lighter celsius is a lot lighter there's not a ton of liquid in the cans they're smaller but I'm going to get a nice little energy bump. I'm going to be feeling good. I'm going to be in good spirits as I always am when I consume a Celsius. And I think that's just for me would be the most appropriate for that situation. Am I a rotten human being for thinking I'd almost want to go with like half a four loco? Because <laughs> I feel like you okay, got the alcohol, here's... which may take some edge off. It may take a little bit of the edge off, but it may also lock you in a little bit listen there's the kicker is and that's a common thing you know a lot of comedians use substances of that sort to just loosen up beforehand and so uh, i don't mind that answer i my head wasn't going in that direction i was thinking strictly energy drinks but maybe you do maybe that is a good idea you'll get the loosen up aspect because you're getting a little you know a little bit of poison in you and then you're also getting a little fired up. So, yeah, I mean, that's a good answer. I would respect that as well. All right. So, are you, yeah, you think now you're up getting, here. Yep, now, it's, now it's getting wild, Christian. Now it's getting wild. Oh, so these no. next two, they're, they're not as serious, but they could happen. They could happen. The first, what energy drink are you consuming if you know that you are an hour away from getting put into a live battle royale fight to the death with a hundred other human beings you get certain equipment you can go loot (laughs) but you're in a real battle royale and you gotta be going you cannot be sleeping high energy high focus battle royale so this is the top of the mountain right here. You need to pull out the big guns for something like this. And I think there's only one appropriate answer. Look, I'm getting a big meal in my stomach and I'm downing a bang. I am going <laughs> out there full force. I don't think there's any other right answer here. You need to be at an all-time cycle level to go out and know you are fighting for it all. Because if you're not going out there in a cycle, if you're scared, if you're playing scared at all, you're dead. You ever seen the Hunger Games? Yeah. The guys who play scared, they're gone early. They are gone so early. So you got to be ferocious. You need something that's going to fire you up to the max. Bang is the only correct answer for me in this situation. It's It's got to be something of that level, I would agree. And I would almost go to the extent that, you know, if they're giving me a couple items to go in with, I might throw on one of those Camelback backpacks. And have it just to keep a flow I, I going. Pour, pour like three of them in there and just always oh, have yeah. access oh, to yeah. a sip of bang. Absolutely. All right. So I got one more here for you. And it's kind of similar to that. It's it's an all or nothing scenario. We need your all or nothing energy drink here. 
So let's say, I don't know why it is, your life is on the line if you don't step up to the squat rack right now and hit your all-time squat max. What energy drink are you drinking to get you to just the absolute most manic place you could go to? Okay. Oh, man. It, you know, I also hate that you went with squat there. One of my least favorite max lifts of the, of the oh, power yeah. lifts. But oh. listen, I got a max squat. I have an answer for you. And this was actually, I debated telling this story earlier with my horror stories. Okay. I have no idea what this pre-workout is called. But when I was once in a nutrition shop here, I was conned into a pre-workout that was 375 milligrams of caffeine. Oh, no. Oh, and no. I, I took this before a workout and legitimately went psycho mode in an LA fitness, a public gym. <laughs> I was I was grunting. I like, you know, I was going all out. Yeah. And yeah. When I got home, I paid all of the price. It took my stomach for a twist, gave me a massive headache. I passed out sleeping for almost the rest of the day. But for that hour, for that hour, I was going. So whatever that guy got me on it, that NC whatever it was, that was just a psychopath pre-workout. I have to do something like that. I go get my max. I pay the price later of feeling horrible, but I know. That if I need the most possible push, that's what I got to do. I'm taking a dry scoop to the back of the throat, and I'm getting it done. That's a great answer. That is, and that's, you know what, it's always the, the obscure pre-workouts that you don't know what's in them. You don't know where you'll ever find them, but those are the ones you got to go to to get the job done. Yep. All right, I got one more for you here, Christian. Again, right. maybe not as serious. What is the energy drink or caffeinated beverage and how many, and this will make sense in a second, and how many are you drinking if you are about to get into a 10-minute brawl with a similar-sized chimpanzee? 10 minutes of just all-out war with a chimpanzee. You know he's got the strength on you. Yeah. You know, he's also got, he's also got thumbs, can grapple a little bit with you. Do you, do you know so what it, chimpanzees do to people? Do you know what they do uh, to people? Yeah, they it's rip horrible. Them apart. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they rip them apart. And that's what I'm saying. You have a 10-minute war with this thing where you have to go to a place that is the next evolution of human being to defeat this thing. What are you consuming prior to this? And as I said before, I will not limit the amount that you can consume and i'll give you my answer after all right so you you definitely need some sort of shot here i need like a shot of just straight energy I, i'm not looking to sip on anything i'm looking for just coursing through my veins instantly and because of that um redline redline comes to mind because it, it's it's an eight ounce bottle it's a small bottle and like I said, this is this is 320 milligrams. I'm getting 320 milligrams in a small bottle. I can get it down. <laughs> I can get it down quick and get my mind on this chimpanzee. And honestly, I don't know what this says about me, but if I know it's all on the line 
give me that second one because I'm either getting ripped to shreds by the chimpanzee or I'm having a heart attack. So either way, I might as well give myself some kind of small chance at defeating the chimpanzee and risking the heart attack. Hey, listen, the chimpanzee, he doesn't get those red lines. So that's an advantage for you. It is. You know, when I think about this, another little story for you here. There is one time I have seen a human being in a state where I thought, you know what? I think, I think he could defeat a chimpanzee right now. And you were present for this. I don't know, you know, you may have not been around, but you were, or sorry, you may have not been there when the event occurred, but you were around. So last year we had a scout day. For those of you unaware of a scout day, it's basically when, you know, major league scouts come to a college and they just look at everyone, see if there's anyone they're interested in potentially drafting or signing after the season. We had a member of our team that year. A very, very big boy by the name of Jim Jarecki. Great guy. He's he is a gentle giant, great friend of mine, one of the nicest human beings out there. But the kid's an animal. I'm talking, you know, six eight, six nine. At the time, I think he was around 250-ish. So big a boy. big, big boy and a lot of potential to throw really hard, which yeah. that's what those scouts are looking at. They want to see how hard you can chuck. So he was trying to get himself as amped up as possible. And a lot of people do on this day. A lot of people are drinking bangs, taking some pre-workout. I witnessed on this day, Jim Jarecki grab a pre-workout container of a very highly concentrated pre-workout. And he took a giant scoop that was one of those where a little mound built on top of the scoop itself because it was so big threw it back in a dry scoop, took another one, threw it back, and then he chased it with an entire bang. Oh, no. Oh, no. And then he went out there and threw harder than he had ever thrown in his life, comes into the locker room afterwards, and goes bonkers. I almost wanted to get out of there because I was just scared of being in the area when such a big body is so hyped up. Yeah. And I said, you know what? If if there was ever a time where I think a human being could hand-to-hand combat, just beat the ever-living hell out of a chimpanzee, that's it right there. So that's what I would be doing. Pre-workout, pre-workout, chase it with a bang. Go oh. fight for your life for 10 minutes, Inspired. baby. Inspired. You know what? You know why I love this episode? Because we just had a lot of obscure stories. We were just firing (laughs) back and forth throughout. And that's why I love this one. We got to relive some very dark moments that, even though they were dark to us, they were probably very funny to other people who were around. And that's all that matters. As long as we're entertaining the masses, that's all it is. Listen, and, and that's why this podcast is just built different. There's no one else out there in the game that's gonna give you an hour and some change of content that's just all about caffeine (laughs) and 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 with the great stories that come along and that's why we're different so thanks for tuning in folks built different but you know what i'm not gonna let you escape because at the beginning of the episode you were talking a big game about how this is going to be the episode Mm -hmm. where i crash and burn i think you got to give a number before you take us home boy yeah, you started out horrible. You went at me 
five seconds into the episode. I forgot to say what episode it was. You, you completely botched it. You got a little better. Mm. It's going to be pretty average today, Christian. I'm going to go. Yeah, with, I'll take that. I'll take. I'm going to go with a a six point seven. You know, I'll take that coming off of what was hands down the best podcast performance in the history of podcasts last episode from me. Um, but you know, I'll take that because you can't always. It, it's the rise to the top. It's not linear. You know, there's going to be there's going to yeah, be valleys. Sure. There's going to be peaks. That's how it works. Um, so I will say this was episode 41. Cause you keep getting on me about that. Episode Thank 41, you. if you've made it to this point, guys, we hope you enjoyed it. You know, we rambled on for an hour and change, like Easton said, about energy drinks. So, you know, we can talk about anything and everything. And that's what we've done up to this point. 41 episodes of that and many more to come. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed this one and we will see you next time.